This is a Nerd and Tie podcast. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement, minus a lot of the usual, well, bullshit. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and we are back for the month of February, a leap year month, which gave me an extra week to get this show done. So yay, because we updated on last Saturday and it gave us a extra Saturday in February. It's exciting. I don't know. It's just a... Time is a thing, man. I just said time. Anyways, a little bit of housekeeping up front. Uh, first and foremost, uh, as you might know, that uh, Bullshit Free Witchcraft is on the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. You hear my voice say that at the beginning of every episode before I start talking normally. Well... One of the things we're doing is uh, Nerd and Tie is launching a Discord. If you don't know what Discord is, look up Discord. It's neat. Anyways, if you would like to join the Discord, which it covers a lot of topics, but one of the things, there is a witchcraft section because of this show. And so if you would like to join in and just chat with me normally and, you know, other podcast hosts on the network, but we, you know, you're listening to the show, so clearly you want to hear what I think in some way, you can go to nerdandtie.com slash discord, and that'll take you to an invite. That URL will always take you to a working invite, unless for some reason we temporarily suspend access to the discord. But So you should jump on in and uh, talk to me normally. And uh, questions there, I can directly answer. So that's a thing. There is a general witchcraft forum besides the show forum, if you want to just talk to other witches about witchy stuff. It's neat. All right. So if you use the Discord app, get in on the Nerd and Tie Discord. And again, nerdandtie.com slash Discord will take you to an invite for it. Um, with that out of the way, Majikins, I think it's time to actually talk about the topic of the show. So I got an ask on Tumblr uh, pretty recently that... Uh, uh, this person asked, um, "What um, what were my thoughts on the clickbait type videos? I became a witch for a day by BuzzFeed, etc. How do you feel about these types of portrayals of witches and the impact it has on genuine practitioners?" And I'm always of two minds on these things. Um, and this is and what this is what I responded with is that uh, on the one hand, part of me is always irritated when someone plays tourist in something that's important to me, just to make a quick buck. Um, and on the other hand, though, it's how a lot of people get their first exposure to witchcraft, and if the people dabbling are genuinely trying it out, it can still be a good thing. Dabbling is a good thing. I did a whole episode like a while back called uh, the witch phase which i talk about how great it is when people dabble and try out witchcraft and how important that is that like that's it's good <laughs> dabbling is good and so if you're dabbling though it's often hard to find a way to get started you know it's funny it's um you know a month ago 
maybe more time ago, based on when you're listening to this, um, there was this article that was, again, one of these I tried to be a witch for a week that we're passing around. I'm not going to link it in the show notes. Everybody knows about the article if you were in witchcraft discourse at the time. And if you haven't read it, it's it's just... It's, it's garbage. Effectively, uh, under the pretense of writing a book review of what looks like a pretty kind of crappy witchcraft book, um, this writer became a witch for a week where... She tried something different every day of the week, but she did it in sort of like this obnoxious, condescending way, which got a lot of us mad. But a Tumblr user, um, Ask Secular Witch, who, if you're not, if you're on Tumblr and you're not following Ask Secular Witch, follow Ask Secular Witch. It, she has a great blog, um. She is, as the name would suggest, a secular witch. Anyways, she decided to try to create something constructive out of the entire thing. To try to make something useful. And that was challenge people to write a Dabbler's Week. To to come up with a week of things that someone genuinely trying witchcraft would do to try it out. And she challenged a number of people, including myself, to do this. And what's interesting is how different all of our Dabbler's Weeks were. And so I thought it might be fun on the podcast since I usually, and I think the Candles episode is really the only like big practical advice episode I did, is I don't talk a lot about my own style of witchcraft. I don't, like, talk about things I actually do all that much on this show. I tend to get into theory and history and, you know, more general concepts, but I don't really talk about, like, my specifics. So I thought it might be fun on the podcast this month to share with you my Dabbler's Week. Also, in the show notes, I'm going to link to a few other people's because, obviously... There are vast differences between the ways different people do stuff. Um, you know, if you compare my Dabbler's Week to Ask Secular Witches or Up the Witchy Punks' Dabbler's Weeks, which are, those, those are, they are both secular witches, the two of them. So it's very different than, say, mine. Now, mind you, I've, I've attempted to, um, de-wicka this a bit. Because <laughs> obviously, not everybody listening is Wiccan, and the stuff I want to talk about is not reliant on the fact that I'm a Wiccan. Like, you, I mean, if you want. Dabbling in religion is fine. Like, I'm not being critical of that, but it's less accessible. And so I wanted to make this accessible to people who wanted to dabble in my style of witchcraft without taking on the faith based aspects of my witchcraft. Um, because, yeah, I wanted to make this accessible. Because I think that witchcraft in general is more important than my personal gnosis. Yeah, that's just... Whatever. So let's get started. This is going to be a week of witchcraft you can try. If, if you haven't done it already. I don't know. 
This might all be a terrible idea to do this as a podcast. Who knows? Maybe I'll sit back and re-record this whole episode in like some crash rush to like get one of the other topics I'm working on done. That would be a dumb idea. I'm not going to do that. I'm... Oof. Well, shit's going to get weird, guys. Let's get started with our first day. Monday. Learn to ground and center. The first and most important thing for me, at least, uh, as, as a witch, was learning to ground and center my energy. So many witchcraft books tell you to do this, but for some reason skip the part where they actually explain, like, how to do this. I learned how to do this on my own and then got taught a better way a year into my craft by another witch. And so I'm going to I'm going to teach you that method. Um, so this is this is the this is a way to ground and center. You can do this however you want. But this is this is the easiest way, in my opinion, to do it. Sit in a comfortable position. It doesn't matter if it's on the floor or in a chair, just in a way that your legs won't cramp up or have your butt start hurting or fall asleep. Having your leg fall asleep in the middle of doing any sort of witchcraft is just annoying. Close your eyes and slowly inhale and exhale a few times. Count to five as you inhale and count to five as you exhale. Feel the chair or floor you're sitting on. Feel your weight on it. Feel how it's connected to you. You are connected to what you're sitting on. As you breathe, with every breath, feel how what you're sitting on is connected to the floor. Then how that floor is connected to the structure of the building you're in. Then how that building is connected to the earth. You extend yourself until you touch the soil. Now that you're rooted, it's time to draw in energy. Like a tree takes in water from its roots, pull energy from the earth through your connections. Feel the pulse from the center of the earth as it rises into your body, filling you with energy. If you want to do a spell, now now would be the time. But it's but it's Monday, so we're just gonna like let that shit go back into the earth. Okay. Cool. Tuesday. Make a protective talisman. Okay, so we played with energy yesterday. So now let's learn to do something with it. We're going to make a protective talisman. This is basic warding. Because not all witches are nice, and in my experience, I can't go ten minutes without pissing off someone or something. I mean, seriously. I, I'm, I'm really good at making people mad. We're going to take an item and we're going to cast a spell to make it a basic ward against negative energy or attacks. Doesn't matter what you use. I like small stones, feathers, other stuff. Uh, it should just be meaningful to you and easy to have on you, like rings, necklace, things you can have in your pocket. Um, you know, just some small item. So, let's start to ground and center like you did yesterday. But this time, instead of just dismissing the energy, 
we want you to focus the energy into your item. Focus on the idea that this item will prevent negative forces from affecting its possessor. Imagine the energy is weaving itself within the space between atoms. And, for lack of a better term, visualize yourself tying that energy off in a knot. I know that some people have problem visualizing, but I don't, and it's the only way I know how to do stuff. And, and, and boom, the talisman is done. You'll want to occasionally recharge it, but, but you have it. It's, you've got your item. Huzzah. Is that huzzah in the middle of a thing? All right. So, Monday, we learned to ground and center. Tuesday, we made a protective talisman. Now it's time for Wednesday. We're going to go tell a ghost to fuck off. Going to earn my explicit label today. You know how to connect to energy. We now have a thing to protect us from unwanted energy. It's time to piss something off and see if you can actually handle it. Cause why not, dude? If we're gonna do it, let's do it. If we're gonna be a witch, let's be a fucking witch, yo. So, so let's go find somewhere that's haunted. Like, I know you know of a place. If you're listening to this show, you know of a place. Alright, dude? Like... I can think of five places within a five-minute drive of where I am literally sitting right now. I used to live in one of them. I'm I'm sure you've thought of it. And, and if not, if you are one of the rare witches that are out there that has had no interest in haunted spaces, that has never looked up local haunted spots around them, well... I gotta tell you, there's Google, man. There's a ghost within a mile of you. Trust me, those assholes are everywhere. They're just flipping everywhere. So, go find one with your talisman on you. With your talisman that we just made. And and you're gonna go try to find the ghost. When you think you have, tell the ghost to fuck off. Like right in its face flip it off and do a little dance starts throwing stuff run but call an asshole on the way out okay so when I wrote that down like some people actually got like genuinely offended that I was like being mean to ghosts but I will tell you I lived with a ghost for like three years they're the most annoying things in the world to have in your home like, there's, like, the good ones are annoying. The bad ones are assholes, so just go tell it to fuck off. If You'll just be helping the people who have to work in that space and live there normally, because let me tell you, that thing is irritating the crap out of the people who live with it. Even if they don't realize it's a ghost. And don't at me if, if if you're really like offended at the idea of like if you're too scared to do it, fine, I understand. Like that's cool. Like I'm not judging you for not wanting to tease supernatural forces. Because that's really all we're doing is just mocking them. Um But it's just sort of it's for fun, guys. It's fun to tell ghosts to fuck off. You know, again, 
this this podcast has had the explicit flag on it this whole time, and yet I've never really taken up the advantage of that. I won't I won't keep swearing. I don't swear a lot in my normal. But all right, so let's move on to the next day, and that is Thursday. We've been doing a lot of practical stuff, so maybe take a day for theory. Open up a book like Brina Garen's Grove Daughter Witchery. Uh, take a look at Drawing Down the Moon. Um, read about some herbs and shit. Maybe crack a Cunningham if you want to look at Wicca. Maybe find a trashy New Age book for laughs. Be cozy with a blanket, some tea or hot cocoa, and curl up in a comfy chair. Fall asleep in said chair. Just be comfy for a day. Witchcraft can be comfy. I'd say listen to my show, but you're already listening to my show, so you've clearly made it this far, and so it would be weird to... You don't have to go back and listen to old episodes. That's That would be, that would be weird. All right, Friday! Friday, let's make some sigils. Sigils are fun. They're like talismans, only you draw them yourself. Think of a pattern for your intended goal. Is it protection? Is it luck? Is it healing? Pick one and come up with a design that speaks to you. It can be simple. Like, you can... It can be complex. Like, if you need some ideas, some people use letters and the words and distort them. Some people do, like, elaborate stuff. I do weird stuff with geometric shapes. It's... It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't even have to look good. It just has to sort of feel right. Like, it... It may just look like a scribble, but as long as you know what that scribble's supposed to be, then then that's what that scribble is supposed to be. So, ground and center, because we do that, because it keeps us balanced and keeps us from, like, draining our own energy and kind of collapsing in a pile after a bunch of spell casting and then, like, having to, like, get electrolytes. And, like, so, like, that's the thing. Is the, so we talk about grounding and centering a lot, and the reason why we started with that, because you can do a lot of the stuff without grounding and centering first, but you can potentially, like, exhaust yourself, overextend yourself, and you're just... It, it's just a freaking... It, it becomes way more pleasant if you learn to ground and center yourself because it just like helps relax you like if we just want to talk about it on a basic physiological level it's a relaxing um experiment like it, it's a relaxing thing to do even just on a physiological even if we're not talking metaphysics and so like psychologically you'll feel better putting out the the energy into spell casting if you take care of your physical self so yeah so ground and center and then put your energy into the drawing, focusing on the sigil's intended purpose. Maybe put up a bunch of protective sigils around your home. You did just piss off a ghost on Wednesday. So, you know, think about it. All right. On Saturday, we're moving into stuff that is very much kind of my kind of witchcraft. Saturday, we're going to seek out a fetch deer. In my practice, I use the concept of fetch deers. Uh, these, at least how I interpret them, are extensions uh, of your own self as represented in animal form. Um, fetch isn't exactly the right word for it. It's just that I can't pronounce <laughs> the <laughs> the Norse. Like I can't pronounce the the original um, uh, Scandinavian word, uh, the Swedish word for it. I think there's also obviously a Norwegian version of the word. Um, I can't pronounce it, and so I, a lot of English 
can't people who use these use the word fetch because it sounds very similar and uh, there's a close enough idea and but it's not the same idea if it's like an irish folklore fetch it's very different um a fetch deer or a fetch wife is uh kind of a is a companion uh the fetch deer is the animal form version which is what i use uh fetch wife is if or, or, or fetch husband is if it was like a person um so and so but but in in my practice what i refer to as fetch deers are extensions of your own self is represented in animal form you don't get to choose what kind of animal they are though they choose you uh, a person can have many fetch deers as uh, a person can have many aspects of themselves but you only get to find out what they are by meeting them so let's freaking do it all right so how to meet your fetch deer <laughs> first find a dark quiet safe space you're about to open yourself up and you don't want to let anything external in um, this is why we started get that's why we did protective sigils and protective talismans so we are going to guard and ward ourselves in a safe space before we start all right make sure you're comfortable but do not lie down you like literally the reason why like you don't want to lie down is because you do not want to fall asleep we're about to do something in a we're about to do something like where we're trying to relax our minds in a dark quiet place and in theory sitting comfortably so like don't don't want to fall asleep um, I like to put on some quiet music. Um, I got my starter's witch in the 90s, so you know damn well the first thing, time I did this is with Lorena McKennett's The Visit in my CD player. You know. It, like, that's, that's just... should shock nobody. Alright, so sit and clear your mind. And again, we're getting into visualization here, so I want to apologize for people who are not good at that, but it's this is the only way I know how to do it so um, you can try just try and if it doesn't work it doesn't work in fact what we're about to go through may not work for a lot of you even the first second or third time you do it um, this doesn't work for everybody every time because sometimes your fetch deer isn't ready to meet you and you're not ready to meet it all right, so sit and clear your mind. Imagine you are walking down a path. See the trees around you. Feel the dirt under your feet. Smell the pine needles. Or I'm, I'm from Wisconsin, so if I walk in the woods, I smell pine. Keep going. Keep going down the path until... Your fetch deer joins you. It might not. You might not be in a state to meet one, but it might. Maybe the animal presents itself in the path in front of you. Maybe it accompanies you. But look for it. It might be there. So... In this sort of meditative act, you can occasionally experience more than just the visualization. So if you do, like, say, 
reach out to touch it and you can actually feel it, try not to scream and freak out. All right, so like... I did that the first time because it was a snake. I was not expecting a snake. Snake scared the shit out of me and one was on my leg. Except it wasn't and I could feel it was a whole thing. And I don't like. Yeah, it was it was terrifying. (laughs) Scared the crap out of 16 year old me, let me tell you. Um. The second time with the crow was way less stressful. But, uh, yeah. And again, you might not... You might not meet anything. You might not even have an experience. That's cool. Sometimes stuff doesn't work. But if it does work, it's really fun and we're dabbling. So you may as well give it a try. I mean... Worst thing that happens is you sit in a comfortable room in the dark for like an hour and nothing happens and afterwards you have a coke. Like, dude, sometimes stuff just doesn't work and sometimes stuff just doesn't happen. And that's fine. And so, Sunday. The last day of our Dabblers Week. Go take a walk. Take a walk in the woods, a park, your neighborhood, just wherever you have that you can take a nice, safe, happy walk. Just get outside. (laughs) Get outside. Um, Feel how the energy you've been messing with all week is just kind of everywhere. It's in the trees, it's in the concrete, it's in the people. Just exist in the world and enjoy it. Because everything we've been doing this whole week is learning how to connect Except for the part where we told a ghost to fuck off, and then we were definitely not trying to connect. We were telling it to fuck off. Um, (laughs) Just sort of see how what you've been doing is sort of connected to everything. Yeah. So I think that is the most kind of vulnerable I've been on the show, and I include where, like, I talk about my own personal experience getting into witchcraft in, like, episode two or something um yikes i always sound like a weirdo when i talk about this stuff out loud but you chose to listen to this podcast so i guess you're weird too um again this was just how to dabble in kind of my kind of witchcraft right if you want to dabble in other kinds of witchcraft um I will try to link, I, I will find at least a couple, at least two or three different Dabblers Weeks and post them in the show notes. Um, uh, I believe that Ask Secular Witch's blog is set, so you have to be logged into Tumblr to read it, but the other ones uh, shouldn't be. You should just be able to read the other ones as web pages. And I'll even link to mine if you want a text version of all the stuff I just told you to do this episode. And it's, I think it's, I think it's important to try out new stuff, to try out other stuff, to do things that we're not expecting. Right? I don't know if do things we're not This is the tells me I should end the show. Well, thank you for listening, my chickens. Um, you know, we do now have uh, my chickens uh, merchandise available. Um, it's a, a red bubble. Um, 
it's uh, and technically it's on Cafe Press too, but I haven't linked anyone to the Cafe Press merch. But uh, on it's a uh, it's on Redbubble. It's a nice, um, it's a magician. It's a it's a chicken doing witchcraft. It's fun. Um, you can find uh, at uh, baserwitchcraft.trhonline.com uh, the website for the show. There's a link to merchandise in the menu up top, and that will take you to the Redbubble store. And it's available on T-shirts. It's available on notebooks it's available on i have it on my phone case now i'm holding up my phone like i'm going to show you but this is an audio podcast and so i'm just holding it up to nobody because this is what happens when you're left alone in a room long enough just start and yeah woof anyways remember you can always support this show uh by going to patreon.com slash t-r-a-e-g-o-r-n and join join the patreon um occasionally i post stuff early not often but I've, I've posted stuff early before um there will down the line be some exclusive content on that patreon i swear but frankly just helping out helps keep me keep this show uploaded because it covers it that patreon helps pay for the server costs so it's important um, you can follow the show on social media at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. Also, I'm on Twitter as T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. I'm on Tumblr as T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And that are the places. You can also uh, follow our show on our, our webpage at nerdandtie.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. And remember, join our Discord. Join our Discord, nerdandtie.com slash Discord. And chat with me. I'm fun, I swear. I may rant about Famicom Golf, and just trust me that it's for a funny reason, even if you don't know it yet. It's... God, I'm weird. Anyways, oh my god, I think it's about time to run away from the show at this point. <laughs> Thank you all for listening so much. Um, heading into headier topics probably next month instead of just fun stuff because that's life and well i mean this is the show you signed up for at some point it's going to be me ranting about something in an angry fashion and maybe you know just being weird talk to you all later magicians